Happy New Year this year, as it's finally 2021! Woo! Oh man, last year, last year was kind of hard, really wise, but fortunately for me and my family, we have not, none of us have had COVID. It's been over 11 months now since no one has had COVID. We've never had any reported cases. We've mainly been sticking around with each other, and we don't get out that much. But yes, everyone... I am also, this year is a really exciting year also, in case you all did not know, I am a freshman at Vincennes University, at Vincennes, and uh, next year will be my sophomore year, and a big thing I'm looking forward to is in 2022, when I get to finally transfer to IU, uh, Indiana University for the Outsiders. So it's going to be, it's exciting, but at the same time, I'm putting in a lot of hard work, a lot of work that should have been done back in high school, but I was pretty unmotivated. I was also going through some, uh, my grandmother had Alzheimer's for five years, and then uh, she happened to pass away last year. So hopefully this year, though, this year could be better because this will be the first full year that me and my family have not taken care of uh, my grandmother when she was at an assisted living facility. So yes, uh, it was hard, and to all of the people watching this show, listening to it online, Alzheimer's is hard, and I understand your pain, I understand if you're dealing with somebody, it completely took me out of sports for what had felt like five, six, maybe even longer than that, because my grandfather had cancer in 2012. I mean, there were times I was really unmotivated to watch sports, and there, I was really unmotivated to research things. I was unmotivated to research sports. So my life was basically hell for about five years having to take care of my grandmother. And uh, me and my family, we put in so much hard work uh, to take care of her last year, especially January through February of last year. But yeah, Alzheimer's is tough. Alzheimer's is hard. But for all the listeners that are listening out there, I will tell you right now, you can make through it. I also, uh, going into, I believe it's uh, also during that time, I suffered bipolar disorders, which uh, has really been a struggle. But now I'm properly medicated, as everybody knows who's been around me. I'm currently on a medicine called lithium, and it's pretty much saved my life. Um, it really has. Um great medicine. Anyone who suffers from bipolar disorder, I totally understand your pain, and even if you add Alzheimer's to the mix, it's just even worse. But anyways, guys, welcome to Sweaters and Bad Wagons. This is our first episode that we have had in quite a while. 
Happy New Year's and happy 2021 to everyone. Hopefully this year could be a better year. So, speaking of that, uh, we also I also pray today for all the families, as I said earlier, who are suffering with parents that have Alzheimer's, grandparents, loved ones. I pray for you guys too. All right, guys, so let's get started with the show today. Our first topic that uh, is big right now is the uh, not only the NFL playoffs, very excited. Uh, I think we're going to get trampled by the Bills. Sadly enough, we are going to get trampled by them because Josh Allen, he that offensive line is one of the best in the NFL. And I actually predicted it. At the start of December, the Bills and the Saints are going to go to the Super Bowl. But the Colts have a great defensive line this year. DeForest Buckner has been a force in the secondary. And then you also have uh, Darius Leonard. You saw how he was last week against Jacksonville. At least we were able to beat them. And then they're going to get the number one pick of the draft. And speaking of the number one pick in the draft, he will be a Heisman Trophy candidate tonight, along with Devontae Smith and Mac Jones from the University of Alabama, Kyle Trask from Florida, Justin Fields from Ohio State, and Trevor Lawrence is from Clemson, as everyone should know by now. But when I watched the playoffs this weekend, none of the games were close. All the games were deep, are offensive juggernauts. I mean, you look at Alabama and then Ohio State. I'm just so happy for Ohio State that they even made it to this point because they started the season 5-0. and And then they got their game against Michigan canceled. And everyone, everyone thought for just a second that Ohio State did not deserve to be in the playoffs. They did not deserve to have a national championship trophy written in their name. They did not deserve the same credit as, let's say, Coastal Carolina or Cincinnati, Alabama, Florida, those teams. And you look at how Ohio State has played throughout the year, and especially during that win, Trace Sermon has been a huge thank God blessing for the entire state of Ohio. Because when he was uh, when he was playing, he had 370 yards. Actually, yeah, uh, Trey Sermon. Uh, Trey Sermon, I mean, he ran for an all-time 331 yards. Yeah, I had to look it up for a second. 331 yards in a groundbreaking win versus the Northwestern Wildcats in the Big Ten Championship. But you also got Garrett Wilson. Bet one of I mean, he's the most underrated wide receiver in the entire uh, college football. He really is. He's... He's underrated, and nobody has talked about him compared to Devontae Smith. And speaking of Devontae Smith, he's also going to be a Heisman candidate going into tonight. But, I mean, Mac Jones and Devontae Smith have this one-two punch going with them. Sort of like uh, you compare Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison, or uh, Brett Favre and Donald Driver, or Michael Vick. I mean, you compare it to those guys. Yeah, Michael Victor, Deshaun Jackson. Such an incredible season that these two guys have had. The game against LSU was stellar. Absolutely stellar from start to finish. 
because I saw that game. I think Mac Jones threw for 300-plus yards in that game. He was an incredible QB. He has been all year. Less to, I mean, he's been the most talked about quarterback. But Devontae Smith, I think he's going to win the Heisman. He is setting wide receiver records everywhere, especially in the NCAA. He he reminds you a little a little bit of uh, Jerry Judy, but he learned off Jerry Judy, and he learned off these guys who, of course, made him to be one of the best wide receivers in the country. But as you have know, as I've known for the last few years, it's felt like Alabama has had some great wide receivers, including Jerry Judy. And even if you look back on 2006, you remember the one-handed catch that was made and the guy went completely toppling over to the end zone? This was when Alabama was ranked 16th in the country at one time. And then they just completely lost it after their coach got fired. And then came in Nick Saban, and the rest is history. But even during that time, they had great wide receivers, but even better running backs. But now it's completely reversed to where Alabama has great wide receivers, and their running backs like Najee Harris, he could be rushing for much more, including he's rushing over 200 yards per some games. But he need but the wide receiver core is one of the best in the country. And Ohio State, as I said earlier, he's completely not talked about that much. But man, what a performance by Justin Fields at the college football playoff. Five touchdowns, five passing touchdowns. The thing that even got me got me so amazed is his toughness. Because it was incredible. It was incredible what he did. He had he had this injury in the second quarter. He was out for maybe a minute. Actually, for a play. Two plays, maybe. But no, he came out, threw the ball into the end zone for a touchdown. That was his third touchdown of the day. Third, three out of five. But no, it kind of reminded me of deja vu when it came down to last year. Do you remember last year with Trevor Lawrence? It was in the second quarter, and he, excuse me, got injured, and then he had to be out for a play, and then after that play, he ran for 60 yards for a touchdown. That's kind of what that reminded me of. It was deja vu all over again. Instead of Clemson this time, it was Ohio State, and yeah, it was nuts. I mean, Justin Fields, you just got injured. This is the same thing that happened in 2019 when Trevor Lawrence was out for a play, and then here he is running for 60 yards and having a performance of a lifetime. But Justin Fields is a leader. He is a mentor. He has helped uh, bring college football back to 2020 as we know it because it was his idea to run a petition that bring college football back, and plus Ohio State was one of the best teams going into the year. And then the final Heisman Trophy candidate, I haven't seen much of Kyle Trask this year. He had three interceptions versus Oklahoma. Man, was that awful. Awful game for Florida. But they tried to ramp it up in the second quarter when they were down 17-13, to and then after that just lost it. 
And then my final bowl game, I know that sweaters and bandwagons is supposed to be about sports other than college football, but as of right now, we don't have any others. We, I mean, we're running out of sports to talk about here. PGA Tour is uh, not happening until, uh, it is happening right now, but not until January or February. But uh, I will actually get more into the volleyball and the soccer and all that stuff coming soon. But that is actually a topic for another day. But yeah, Trevor Lawrence, you already know he's going to be the number one rated quarterback of the year. And uh, he's been good all season, as he always is. But yes, Cincinnati and Georgia was what I was going to talk about. What a great game that was. That was a great Cotton Bowl. Or not, yeah. That was a great bowl game. That was such, it was so good, closer to the end. Plus, Cincinnati was leading Georgia by 21 to 10 or something like that. And then the the fact that they just claw back and their defense, Georgia's defense, every year is one of the best defenses in the country. Every year. And they should be ranked higher than that. If But Cincinnati, I feel so bad for them. They had a whale of a season. They had uh, their trials. They had some few games canceled. And just to uh, end the season off on a low note, that always sucks. It's like if you're a Texas football quarterback and you've waited all the way until your senior year to get into the state championship, and then in the end you don't win it. Doesn't that suck? really does suck, and it reminds me of my next topic. This reminds me a lot of when, uh, it, it really, I bet it did suck for uh, my high school. I went to Bloomington High School South, and at that high school, going into my next topic that I'm going to talk about, our basketball team went 27-0 and last season. We were ranked on Max Preps Top 25. We were the 24th ranked Max Preps team in the country. And we had a great core, but what had happened was that the peep was that the season was canceled because of COVID, and these boys had worked so hard, day in, day out, went to practice, went to school, became good mentors, became good leaders, and then all of a sudden it comes crashing down, and I felt bad for Cincinnati because they had so many obstacles go their way, and then they eventually make it to the top, and then they lose to Georgia. A team that they were already up 21-9, and then they just blow a lead and have at least four or five sacks. But my next topic that I'm going to be talking about relates to IU basketball. Man, what a victory last night by the Indiana Hoosiers as Indiana beat Maryland... By the final score of 63-55, to Trace Jackson Davis had at least a 21-point game. I mean, but the one guy that I had seen out more than anything else, and plus I also have to mention, sorry to keep on changing the subjects, but one person I forgot to mention was you, you're out without out Ar- Armand Franklin. And you guys perform, and you guys execute not just with Trace Jackson Davis, but also Trey Calloway, who also went to Culver Academy and played against the kid that I'm going to be talking about in my next segment, Anthony Leal. Now, I will say, I went to school with Anthony Leal, as uh, people probably would know. 
Uh, he currently plays on the IU basketball team. And this season, this season so far, he has scored four points on eight assists and three steals. And those assists have mainly been to Trace Jackson Davis, Race Thompson, or Armand Franklin. He hasn't done much. He has not done much, and probably it's because he's a freshman. But, I mean, when I got out of high school, I had this big head where I thought, oh, Anthony's going to be the star. And really, he's not. I mean, he's just a small fish in a big pond. And it's a lot to comprehend, especially when you come out of a good high school. Because I will say, South was a good high school. And they overhyped Anthony Leal, in a way. Because he is not performing well so far. But maybe sophomore, junior, and senior year, they will utilize him. But the big thing is, IU utilize him a lot more than you are. He's a good perimeter shooter from the three. He also scores two-point baskets better than I've seen. We had some good guys. Um, Noah Jigger, who's now an Army committee, he could he barely had the basketball in my high school. Connor Hickman going to Bradley. And then uh, James Bombas arrested. But... Uh, Anthony Leal, he was the talk of the town at Bloomington. One of the talks of the town because he went to IU. But there were times when you have Anthony Leal open, you don't pass him the basketball. You don't. It's crazy to think that. And not only that, but there was a few plays against Maryland where last night, where Anthony Leal was wide open, there were two defenders back, at least one defender back. Here, Trey Galloway had the basketball, or Trace Jackson Davis. And Anthony Leal is wide open, and you don't even pass the ball to him. He tried shooting once that entire night, but he was awful. Utilize Anthony Leal more from the catch. No, you, he's a fish, basically. He's a small fish in a big pond, and if you give him that opportunity, he will be a player that you will not forget. Christian Ladner has not even lived up to his expectations this year because it's all Armand Franklin. It's all Race Thompson. It's all Trace Jackson Davis. It's all these guys. It's stupid. You don't utilize your freshman. The only one you even utilize at all is Trey Galloway. And he's such a good player, yes. He can hit the layups. He's a good perimeter shooter. But I knew that from when he went to Culver Academy. He can dunk the basketball just like he did at Culver Academy. But, I mean, IU needs to utilize Anthony Lilmore, especially when you have defenders, two or three defenders. Let's say they're playing Butler, okay? And, they're, and Butler has a 2-3 zone, and IU is running in isolation. What I would do is, if Anthony Leal was open, and I mean open, either from the three-point line or the two-point line, it doesn't really matter, you could get a jumper off the catch. And he could just lay it up, dunk it. He can, one time he tried the 360 it, I think. That was in high school, though. But, anyways, you need to give him the ball when there is no defenders up on him. The big thing is, utilize Anthony Leal a lot more than you are. And that is just going to make quite a difference. And ladies and gentlemen, we are going to take our first break today. We will be right back on on the Sweaters and Bandwagons broadcast. Next up on our list, we are going to talk about 
my thoughts on Indiana hosting this year's NCAA tournament. We will be right back on the Sweaters and Bandwagons podcast. Sweaters and Bandwagons Podcast will be back in 30 seconds. TikTok dance. I saw there's this guy who dresses up a cowboy. It was weird. Tried to play cool. Maybe I play by your rules. Everything look better in a view. Why you always in the mood? That's around acting brand new. I ain't trying to tell you what to do, but try to play cool. Maybe I ain't playing by your rules. Everything look better in a view. This song was a banger last year. It's actually one of my favorite songs from last year. What's poppin' was too by Jack Harlow. But once I saw that TikTok dance, this was actually one of the best TikTok dances. I did this at a Walmart parking lot. I don't personally have a TikTok. No, I don't. It's just not never been my thing. I don't see how that's even fun anyway. I don't know. Here we go. That's around acting brand new. I ain't trying to tell you what to do. I'm trying to play cool. Maybe I ain't playing by your rules. Everything look better in a view. Why you always in the mood? That's around acting brand new. Oh man, what a banger. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Sweaters and Bandwagons Podcast. I am Braden Lentz. If you guys are curious, uh, 
you know what? I actually got another song I want to play. Hold on, hold on. I gotta find it here real quick. And, uh, let's see. And now I found it. This goes into our next topic. Ah, yes. The pageantry. The sounds. And the sights. That's what the NCAA tournament in 2021 is going to bring us this year. Back home again in the great state of Indiana. I cannot wait for this. I mean, the NCAA tournament is here. And it will be all over the state. Home of the greatest uh, high school state championships in the world. Home of the Guinness Book of World Records for the most people who have ever attended a high school basketball game. That was when Damon Bailey played against Concord in 87 or 89 when they played uh, uh, when he played at Bedford North Lawrence. And then also the home to great athletes such as Jordan Hall's Cody Teller. Yes, folks. The NCAA tournament will be in Indiana. Here are my thoughts on things. Yes, and uh, it's an honor indeed to have uh, this state. The tourney, tournament sites are going to be for Division Three basketball. I think it was Fort Wayne, Indiana, will host Division III's uh, NCAA championship. And then uh, Purdue's going to host the uh, Division II, or no, uh, my corrections, Evansville will host the Division II national championships. And then, um, of course, in Division I, we have four teams, we have four Indianapolis locations, which include Lucas Oil Stadium, uh, the Indiana Credit Forum, that is where IUPUI plays, and then um, they're also going to play at Lucas Oil Stadium. Two courts in there. I use Assembly Hall and uh, Purdue's Mackey Arena. What an honor it is to have the NCAA tournament in Indiana, as it technically seems like it's there every single year. But the big thing, big thing is, last year. Oh, man, I missed playing One Shining Moments. Do you know the announcer that's on Madden? I had a great video last year. Very great editing. Uh, he really worked hard on that video during when we were all in quarantine. And that was probably the only NCAA tournament I ever really got that year was because I never played. Uh, I don't currently have College Hoops 2K8. I don't have NBA 2K, so I can't re recreate these teams. The only thing I do have, though, is uh, College Hoops 2K4. And I tried to play a little tournament on there, but I didn't know all the seating, so I tried to find ESPN. Anyways, long story short, it is an honor and a privilege to be living in a state that will be hosting the NCAA tournament for technically what feels like the 10th time already, 13th maybe. We are the home of basketball and I cannot uh, believe, or I cannot tell you enough how much basketball means more to this state. If you live in a small town, uh, when I went to Bloomington South, there we, we had Anthony Leo, who I've talked about in my last segment, and then Noah Jaker, and then this kid named James Bomba, who's now arrested. They all worked at a concession stand at, a, we all did, I worked with them. And they worked at a concession stand, I believe it was during a girls' basketball game. And I remember there were, every every little child wanted an autograph from Anthony Leal and Noah Jagger. In a way, they really, they really overhyped our guys. 
And another thing I also forgot to mention with Anthony Leal was, he was a pretty quiet kid when I knew him. The only times he would ever talk were as if he was uh, trying to talk to his uh, friend. Her name was Kira. She's now at Carleton and um, private liberal arts. But uh, Anthony, he was very quiet kid, but also very reserved. And he liked talking to girls, too. So he really wasn't a masculine type, and I bet now he is, but I really don't care. Either way, guys, it is a great honor for Indiana to be hosting one of the greatest tournaments ever and the epicenter of college sports. This is a big moment, especially, and I cannot wait to see it all go down in March because the reason why I wanted to talk about this was last year, after my grandmother passed away and when COVID happened, it was one of the saddest things to not see the tournament. Every year, the tournament was like therapy. It, oh, my goodness. You had winners, you had losers, and you had one shining moment, which was a great, momentous occasion last year or two years ago when Virginia beat Texas Tech. But, yeah, it was crazy. It, was, it feels like a long time ago now, but... The tournament, as we know it, will be in Indiana, and it is such an honor and such a pleasure. And finally, just a quick reminder before I let you all go, and uh, thank you also for enjoying this podcast. I will try to post a podcast every two weeks this year, every two Tuesdays. So next week there will not be one, but in two weeks there probably will be. There will be some interruptions along the way, and uh, if that is the case, I will post... I will try my hardest to post, especially with the classes the way they are, and uh, my schoolwork, too, in college. So I want to thank you guys for your understanding. Have a great day and a safe 2021. Be safe out there, and please, please wear a mask, because I've seen people not wear masks so far in public. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day, and I hope to see you next two weeks. Goodbye. See ya.